1: This is a HeadGum
2: Podcast. This is Emily,
0: Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch.
2: Hi everyone, welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily and I am too scared to watch scary movies.
0: I'm Sammy and I like watching scary movies And so I watch them and I tell you about them And uh, we're missing our our dear Henley It's been a
2: while since we've all three been together I know oh, God, I miss it I miss it I miss it Somet- And you know, sometimes life gets in the way Sometimes life finds a way And sometimes life gets in the way <laughs> That's true <laughs> Those are two things that are true Um, And we want to support everybody's well-being here And sometimes that means you gotta not record the podcast with your friends and so we miss henley very much and we should, we'll all be back someday we promise
0: we promise let's just say henley would have uh had a hard time with this yeah, week's movie we did, so yeah, it I, may be a blessing for her i i personally loved it and i can't wait to talk mm. about it but um before we get into this week's movie did anything scary happen to you this week emily
2: um did anything scary th- happen to me this week i well, I'll say that I have developed throughout the past two years, I have developed some habits to cope with the constant anxiety. And some <laughs> of them... Important. is important. and And we are still very much dealing with all of that anxiety. But, you know, we've re- re-emerged somewhat into regular life-ish. The new normal, whatever it is. Um, but I have not abandoned these habits. And... I'm starting to realize that some of the things that I'm doing, I should stop, but I can't. Like, um, for example, and you know this to be true, Sammy, I so early in pandemic going on a lot of walks. Right. That's what everybody was doing because you just go outside and go on walks because we were going very stir crazy. And I started listening to um, Harry Potter in Spanish audiobooks. Yes. Because I'm like, uh, here's what I'll do. I'll work on my Spanish. Um, Harry Potter is comforting to me. This would be great. This was more than two years ago. More than two years ago. Yeah. There are yeah. only seven books. We know this. Mm-hmm. I can't stop re-listening to them. It is the <laughs> only thing I listen to almost exclusively. When I'm sewing, I'm listening to Harry Potter. I ought to Spanish. When I'm cleaning, I'm listening to Harry Potter. I ought to Spanish. Take a walk. and I And I... Know them all by heart. I know the Spanish books by heart now, and that is like <laughs> I I I know that it's a become its own sickness, and and I but I I can't stop, and I'm sort of like, is this going to be the rest of my life? The only thing that I listen to. You've recommended podcasts to me. I've started listening to some of them. I I'm still if I have to you gravitate back to that, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I wish I had logged the hours of how long I've done this because it's. I'm alarmed by it but I also won't stop And the other thing is You know how much I like to um, Sit when I'm in the shower I've talked about this before (laughs) I love when it's been a hard day Or I'm honestly just trying to treat myself A lot of people think of sitting in the shower as a Like a sadness activity I couldn't disagree more I find it to be indulgent And Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I just really I love and it used to be an infrequent thing A little treat for myself as I'm taking a shower And maybe I'll sit down for a little bit (laughs) Um, and I, I have one of those little bath pillows that you put against the back wall and it now lives there permanently. And almost every time I shower, I just sit and I lean against my little back pillow and I sit in the shower and, and that makes me take quite a long shower. And and again, these things just, they don't feel sustainable, but I, I, I feel myself just, just, just grabbing hold of them like so tightly. And I just don't know when, um, I will stop. And it's a little concerning.
0: You know, I don't know if it will be any comfort to you, but these don't sound like bad things to me, really. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm and certainly,
2: they could, there could be worse spices than in Spanish and sitting in the shower, but but is this just forever is basically what I'm still a little bit scared about. Have you thought
0: about expanding to something a little like adjacent, like Lord of the Rings, Spanish audiobook? like yeah, another fantasies? Dare. You wouldn't know. That sounds it's awful to me. Crazy, too that crazy. Too crazy. Awful
2: to me. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I even tried to spice it up listening to there is like a spain spanish harry potter audiobook and oh, i've done yeah, a little yeah. bit of that and i'm L- like mm, this isn't lisp, what i like the lisp's on this
0: yeah and i'm like, and like i don't
2: like this this isn't what i know this isn't what i love and i've gone back back to my original latin american spanish harry potter audiobook that i rent on my phone from the la public library which has them all so
0: I say embrace it. I don't know if that's what you want to hear, but... No, I love to I be think enabled. I think it's fine, and I think it's honestly pretty cool. I think both of those things sound cool, so... <laughs> try sitting I in the shower. I really
2: it. recommend to anybody to try to sit in the shower as, like, a fun choice and not, you know, I'm too drunk or I'm too sad, which is usually how it <laughs> happens for most people. Mm-hmm. It's a great treat. It's a great treat. I love that. Sammy, how about you? Anything scary this week?
0: Yeah, there was something a little scary. Oh, boy.
2: I know when you tell me... That in our real lives, I'll tell you about it on the pod. I'm like, oh, no, she's she's saving something and (laughs) she's had something bad. It's
0: similarly, you know, it could be worse. But okay, so I was gone last weekend at a bachelorette party. And it was in Sonoma and I drove. And so on Sunday, I drove back kind of a long. It's like six hours. Not the not the craziest drive. That's but a you're day, ti- though. You're tired after it was a four day bachelorette party, which <gasps> is a little longer than most. So I was pooped. That's very I was, ambitious. I was very tired by the time I got home. So excited to just lay on the couch, Uh-oh. watch some TV, have an early night, go to bed at 9 p.m. Mm hmm. And I was on track to do just that. Oh boy. <laughs> and as I turned off the TV to go to bed, my smoke alarm let out a beep. Just one single beep. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking it's a chirp. The low that fucking low battery yeah, thing yep, always yep, yep. happens at these inconvenient times. Mm-hmm. So I fucking drive to Rite Aid. Oh, wow. I was out of batteries. I'm usually
2: I'm usually pretty good at keeping them on hand. And you didn't just take it off the wall and put it outside and think, hope there's not a fire. Because that's what I do.
0: I probably should have done that. But no, I didn't. I looked in my drawer. It was out of nine volt batteries. Said, oh, my God, I have to drive to Rite Aid right now. This is not what I want to do. But I also do not want this to be happening all night long. So Mm -hmm. I went, I got a battery, did it, changed it. Fine. No more beeps. And for five days that remained the case. So oh, I did get I did get rest. This that story night. really
2: jumped in time more than I uh, thought it did. I would. <laughs> I I I it's been a journey.
0: Okay. So then Friday night I watched this week's movie, and literally the second it ended, mm. a beep from the smoke alarm. Same one. <laughs> I don't know because it's just one <gasps> beep. So by the time I can investigate,
2: you don't know where it's coming from. I yeah, can't see yeah.
0: where it's. It's just very fucking loud. And again, just one. And then it stopped. And I was like, OK, well, I'm not it's a new battery. I'm not I, there's nothing I can do. So I went to bed and I just beeped periodically throughout the night. Oof. Uh woke me up a couple of times. My cats are in hell. This is their nightmare. Mm-hmm. And by the morning, I, I I called my landlord and he came and he replaced both Of my smoke detectors because Mm -hmm. we I was like, I replaced the batteries on both of them already. It's still doing it and it's doing it in a way that it's not consistent enough so that I like kind of look crazy because it's like, is it really happening or Mm -hmm. is she just like making this up? And I was like, I swear to God, it's happening. And he's like, okay hopefully they're just like faulty. We'll replace them. So he replaces both of my smoke detectors. Seems fine. He leaves an hour later. Mm -hmm. Beep again. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh no like, Oh no!
0: okay they're new new batteries new smoke detectors so now i go and i take both of them off the wall unplug them oh uh, yeah take the batteries out i yep. put them in my hall closet yep co- cover them in blankets and mm-hmm. pillows shut the door mm-hmm. uh, what could possibly be that's the end of the pr- story right yeah, no, yeah, yeah. it's not <laughs> another hour later the same beep, just as loud. And now I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? I felt so crazy. Yeah. It was making me, this took basically all of Friday and bled into Saturday as well. (laughs) This beep is just like haunting me. And eventually my other landlord comes in and is like, Where's your carbon monoxide <gasps> detector? Yep. And it's this other hidden detector. Yep. And it was that. And we fucking figured it out. But Jesus Christ, I felt like I was losing my goddamn mind. And my cats are, are, are so on edge now because there's just been like. They're just waiting for the next beep. There's beeps and men coming into the house fixing things. They barely know what a man is. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're very very stressed oh but no I think we're on the other side of it now I think and you, must, you must be you, yeah and if a beep happens it's not fun while we're recording this podcast I will um, I don't know Turn into the Hulk, I will, or evaporate into thin air. I don't know. I'll
2: be so. Those are two very different responses. I
0: I don't know. Something is something is gonna
2: something's gonna be really bad. It's really (laughs) infuriating. I remember when I used to live in a place where it had I had a staircase to my bedroom, and so the ceiling above the staircase was as high as the second floor. Uh But it but there's you know, you know how staircases work, and 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 the smoke uh, detector was at the top of the staircase, but in a way that like you couldn't reach it you could only reach it on a ladder but then you'd be putting the ladder on the staircase and it, that was happening to me it was beeping and I was like how the fuck and I ended up getting a big um I get a broom and I just smashed it off the ceiling because I was like <laughs> I can't live this way <laughs> so that was my solution it's hell it's hell
0: oh it is hell I, I you know so I hate smoke detectors I see, I get that they're and they're good they're good we need them we need them <laughs>
2: Carbon monoxide detector, too. We need that, but they're on my shit list at the
0: moment. Yeah, fair, fair. But uh, another scary thing that happened to me this week was I watched a very scary movie that I loved a lot. Okay, had you ever seen it before? I had not. Okay, this is my first viewing, and this has been one that I have been excited about for a while because it makes me nervous. uh, I've just heard a lot about it, a lot of great things. I figured we would do it eventually, and I'm very happy that that day. has come Mm. (laughs) so this week's movie is The Wailing it came out in 2016 written and directed by Na Hong Jin starring Kwok Do-won, Hwang Jun-min, Chun-wo-hee, Kim Hwan-hee, and Jun Kunimura Um, and it is streaming
2: on Shudder.com. Ooh Shudder.com and we have a guest this week who chose this movie very excited to have him here Welcome to the podcast, Neil Campbell.
3: Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Hi Yay. Neil. Hello. Um okay, <laughs> Neil, did anything
2: scary happen to you this week?
3: Um yes, I guess this would be sort of at this point it's a thing that I'm kind of numb to, but if someone were ever <laughs> to like house it for me or something, I think they would get scared a lot. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, okay. So my house, the way to get to like the front door is sort of a Basically, a narrow kind of walkway, and we mm-hmm. have like a, a a ring doorbell. Um, mm. and uh, so it has like and then like chimes inside the house if someone just walks past it, like not even just ringing it,
0: as it has a video too that yes. you can see, yes. right?
3: Okay, and so yep. probably if you go by it and set off the motion alert and set off the chimes, then you know it's like Ugh. seven seconds before someone's actually at the front door, okay, okay, and so. You know, typically I know if someone's coming over or not, you know, or if there's like food getting delivered or whatever. But, Mm -hmm. and I think it's not supposed to, as I recall when I bought it, it was like not supposed to like let little animals like set it off. But at night when it's in night vision mode, if there's like, (laughs) it'll, it'll go off.
0: Oh boy. At the paranormal activity hour. And you
3: get like these chimes (laughs) at like 2.30 a.m. or something that. You know, it's like is someone walking up to my front door right now. And it's like so, in seven
2: seconds, someone will be. Yeah, yeah. But it's <laughs> oh, always, God.
3: there's this just big black cat that wanders through the neighborhood <laughs> and like will pass through it and somehow set it off. Oh my
0: God. I mean, some
3: nights it's not, it doesn't come at all. Some nights it comes two, three times a night. Uh, At this point, I actually usually sleep through it or I'll turn <laughs> the volume down or, or sometimes I'll just mute it. If it's like did wake me up, I'm like, nope, not dealing with this. So I'll <laughs> mute it. But, um, so it doesn't. But like if someone was staying here for the first time, sometimes I even wake up in the morning, I check the history and I'm like, oh, it rang three times last night. And I slept through it all. But um, wow, definitely. this And then also sometimes a skunk will do the same thing. So um this this week there was there were multiple big black cat and skunk alarms going off in the dead of night
0: how long did it take you to figure out that it was that were you like very scared the first few times it happened
3: i can't actually remember the first time it happened and actually the the, the cat and the skunk are kind of newer there used to be another cat that would come through and and there's been other cat once a raccoon came through so i forget when it first would <laughs> happen i mean one time even like a spider like crawled right in front of the camera oh. and <laughs> off. so it's it's it, i can't remember when it first happened but i i yes i got to a point where like hearing it after 11pm wasn't suddenly like oh no what's happening it was like right, uh, this is cat. a like
0: boy who cried wolf situation yeah. this is setting up for you ignoring the burglar
3: oh for sure 100% yeah it's mm-hmm. it's I just now ignore it at night and I'm like oh I'll <laughs> look at a video of the, the cat in the morning or whatever and then
2: yeah and like a heist movie someone is dangling a fake spider in front of your yeah, thing exactly. so that you can like get to the door and what a crazy claim by the manufacturers to be like well animals won't set it off Don't I, I, worry maybe about I'm it.
3: making that up but <laughs> like I, I seem to Recall that it was like not supposed to,
2: like a spider set it off. Come on, yeah, but a very close up. It was spider. very, but
3: yeah. <laughs> true. I will say, and maybe the cat just is nocturnal, and and skunks are too, and stuff. So maybe animals just aren't coming during the day. It never gets set off by animals during the day. So I do think there's something about these that dark like black vision. animals, these black cats, yeah, the yeah, skunk yeah. in the night vision, like contrasting the image enough or whatever that it sees it more than it should or something. But
0: good to know if I ever get a ring alarm to be aware of that. That would scare me cuz I would be very scared. <laughs> yeah,
2: that would scare me a lot. We have a lot of critters that like walk are around here at night and even just hearing them rustle around at night, which is a normal animal thing to do, I sometimes get scared cuz yeah. it could be a it could be a person
0: walking around. Could be. Um so Neil. Yes. I hear that you like horror
3: i'm I am a big fan of horror movies, yes,
0: can you tell us your relationship with horror? I'm dying to know
3: well, I would say sort of probably my my main headline i mean i just i I love them and i've I mean, let's see, I think when I was in high school, scream came out and not that that was even like my gateway i mean i'm remember, remember being at like a sleepover when I was you know ten or something and and they had rented um pet cemetery and i I didn't watch mm. it. i like hid the whole time mm-hmm. and then. I actually remember like then this isn't even a horror movie but people for like another birthday party were watching Total Recall and I'd heard someone gets shot in the head in that movie and I was like that sounds uh-huh. so horrifying and then I was like I'm going to be brave and watch it I'm 12 now or something and, and <laughs> it's like literally like a it's Sharon Stone or something it's like a red dot it goes on her head it's not like yeah. it's not like <laughs> as grotesque as I thought and then I was like oh I can handle anything now so then I think I really <laughs> I remember then watching like the Fly and really liking that and stuff. So I was like, "Oh, I instantly went to like I can deal with this." But then
0: you just needed the one, the yeah, one shot in yeah, the head, then, and like, you're good.
3: Scream came out, and that sort of led a bit of a resurgence, and and sort of went from like, "Oh, there's always some new like Friday the Thirteenth or some schlocky thing coming out," to like horror's kind of cool again, you know. Mm-hmm, and um, right, yeah, I, I, I've loved it ever since, but. um I, I don't even know why I mentioned Scream isn't like for me personally, even that pivotal, but just that in the era, I think that really like That kinda, definitely
2: was a moment. Yeah, yeah.
3: mainstreamed it, yeah. Cause
2: what was that ninety-nine? Scream, right. 94.
3: Yeah, because I think Scream 2 even came out when I was in high school. Yeah. So I oh, think it's yeah, like yeah. 90, 96 and 98. Eight and or then something.
2: we got all of the like late nineties, early two thousands, like The Ring and The Grudge. Yes, and, yeah. Yeah.
3: So when I first moved to LA, there used to be a video store. Uh, That we'd go rent just anything we could... They would have, like, stuff that wasn't necessarily distributed in the U.S. yet. Like, um, uh, it was called... Shoot, what was it called? Dang, I forget. But is that, like, the corner of, like, Franklin and Hillhurst? Mm -hmm. I think there's, like, a Thai spa there now. It's, like, next to a Subway.
0: I've gotten (laughs) a a massage at that spa. Yes, well, you see a video (laughs) store, and I'm just
3: blanking on the name. But we would go get, like... My roommates and I would get just anything, you know... You know, yeah, they, they yeah, have like a yeah. gringu or juan or whatever, like things yep. that maybe were a little hard to find. And then at the time anyway, so we started doing a thing where, where, and this is what I was going to get at originally. Uh, my my main headline is we every year do this festival still. That's like a, we could just call it horror fest, but that we watch, we get a group of friends together and watch movies somewhere, sometime, some weekend in October. And the the sort of gimmick of it is it always starts with something that is. Like for kids, or or is like G rated, like or like a Halloween special or something, and yeah. then we build up in intensity over the course of the night mm-hmm. and end with something really kind of the the definition varies. It used to be like gorier, but I I don't even know that that's always the case. Maybe just right. the most intense or something. Um, yeah, hmm. something
0: we might refer to as a double black diamond.
3: Yes, <laughs> yes. a yes. deep end
0: horror film of some sort. What what are some of the like what are some of those that that you've done like a Hereditary maybe?
3: Uh, no, we didn't. When we started, we watched, I mean, literally, I think the first time like we started with Haunted Mansion, like the Eddie Murphy movie. And mm-hmm. I think we ended with Faces of Death.
0: Oh, I don't even know what that is. Faces oh, of Death. God. But it sounds scary.
3: Is, it's actually pretty, like, cheesy. It was this thing that, like, the legend, okay, it's real footage of people dying. Like, actual table oh, dying. Oh, But... <laughs> And it was like sort but of like, a, uh, here's the thing. The original is mostly <laughs> faked and the little bits of actual footage are sort of like things you might actually see in like driver's Z. like, okay, a little gross, but like footage of like a burned up body in a car crash okay. or something, um, okay, or right? like a wreckage from like a plane crash and like an arm or something like that that oh, you sort God. of see. And, or like, I think there's a little, maybe there's a thing about like a monkey getting killed. I I haven't seen this, but and it's hosted by this guy's like Dr. Francis P. Gross, and it's like doing a big character and it's like these might drive you mad and it's like showing these clips and a lot of them are just made up and are faked. And so it's reputation is like this is the grossest thing you'll ever see. Yeah. And I think the sequels maybe did dip less into the fake and more into the real. There's like a whole series. I think in like the 80s and stuff and 90s, it was like this is like the the this underground video trade or like Uh midnight screenings and places. And it was like a fucked up thing. And so I'd always heard about it. We never watched one and we, and they had it at that video store. So we watched the first faces of death their first time. And, and, um, and then I think like the second year we did it, we then were like, well, let's up it. And we watched this thing called traces of death. That was all real. (laughs) And we turned it (laughs) off. It was too, it was just not pleasant in any way.
0: Yeah, it's like not entertainment. Yeah, anymore.
3: Doctor Francis P. Gross or whatever hosting it. I might be adding the P. Maybe there's no P there, but um, I like the P. I like yeah. the P too. <laughs> but uh, I can
0: see why you would add it if that's the case.
3: So then, over the years, I, I honestly forget if we like have been doing this straight through since like 2003 or four. Yeah, I
2: was gonna say, how many times have you done this? I
3: mean, we definitely did the first one. I think in '03, maybe four. It's possible it was like took a few years before we were like, oh, this is actually a tradition and we do this every year. But mm-hmm. at this point, I would say, we, and we even did like a virtual one during the pandemic year, uh, during 2020. So we've really done it every year for, at this point, I'd say it's 12, 15 years, like pretty much. That's so fun. Yeah. I love that. And, I, and the movie I picked today, we didn't watch during it, but I was looking at s- some of like the the faves over the years and to mm-hmm. see if there was something I could pick just to tie it to that. Um, I know you guys have done wreck. That was a big hit when we did. Oh, wreck yeah. is great. Wreck. Love wreck. Um, some of the other finales we did raw one year was the finale.
0: Mm, Raw's know, yeah.
3: great. And, um, let's see. Martyrs.
4: Oh, we haven't done it we yet. Haven't done I'm it yet. so nervous. To, have to do it. I was it.
3: close to picking that, but I, I rewatched it and I was like, it's, i just had more to say about the way or i was i just yeah. a bigger fan of the whaling like and it was a little unpleasant
0: all those torture porn ones i feel like there's always a, a some rape there's always some rape and it's a little, that was yeah, what i was I like i feel like yeah, martyrs that's that's i, I anticipate has some rape in it
3: i was like yeah i i yeah i was just watching i was like why am i just watching like some women get brutalized i'm like I'm going to show up on this <laughs> yeah. podcast and be like, hey, here's this movie I made I this <laughs> movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a tough genre for that reason. Yeah. It's, you know.
3: That that French new extremity. Those were really. Yeah, exactly. What we were hitting for a few years. Inside. Have you watched that one?
0: No. we. The, I feel like the only one of those we've done is High Tension. High I, Tension. Oh,
3: that was the first one we did of those. Y- mm-hmm. And
0: I I liked it. I, yeah. I think pro- probably that might be considered one of the tamer ones it
3: has a twist that like doesn't make sense right high tension.
2: Yeah, the t- the twist doesn't really make sense no <laughs>
3: yeah i love that uh <laughs> yeah high tension we did um that was an early one barters inside inside is pretty it's like a pregnant woman getting chased and it like cuts oh, inside God. the womb to the baby at times like oh, slashing oh around my and God. Stuff. you got that one's pretty great
0: Whoa, <laughs> sloshing around. <laughs> yeah, it's like I want to see those movies, but we gotta we gotta space them out a lot. Yeah, we did high tension sure. a little too recently, so we'll wait yeah. a year. We'll wait, we'll a, wait year. a little bit.
2: <laughs> we did raw recently too.
3: Yeah, raw great. But yeah, that's like sort I sort of mean. Like some years, like probably the scariest thing was maybe watching like sort of a ghost, like a like a J horror kind of thing or something. Mm-hmm. But then we would end with like raw or something, which is more intense, but wasn't the scariest of the uh-huh. night, You know. But, yeah, I would say the ones that have, like, sort of that, like, well-crafted horror skin. I mean, like, you know, that The Conjuring does and stuff, but I think that a lot of, like, Japanese horror uh, and, like, Insidious and stuff do do, do a lot. Those, I think, are, uh, when you're watching with a crowd, seem to be the most effective when it's kind of, Mm -hmm. like, that, just that sort of thing of, like, it's looking under the bed and then looking Uh up again and then looking under the bed and then when you come back up, someone's in the bed, you know, that type of... Thing. Oh, we watched one. This one also almost picked for today. Called this Argentine film called Terrified, Atarados. Ooh,
0: I've heard of that. There's also a film called Terrifier, right? Because I feel like yes. I mix these two up.
3: Terrified is Terrified is pretty scary and, and great threat. But again, I was like, I just had a little more. I think to talk about the whaling, but
2: yeah. it's crazy how there. I mean, there are just so many. Movies and like I keep thinking I I know I'm (laughs) overwhelmed. I keep thinking we're gonna run out or that like yeah we when we ask a guest to come on and I always feel a little guilty sending the list of like we've already done so and there are just so many more that are that like there's always new releases but there's so many that we haven't even heard of let alone covered and it's just it's amazing that you've been doing this horror fest for years and years and years and there's still all these movies to cover. It's really crazy. Yeah,
3: for sure. Yeah, so. Yeah, so we, always, you know, we'll try to mix it up, we'll try to get a ghost thing and something really gory or something with like a slasher everybody. or something. Yeah, you know, or like some of like the Fulci kind of like gross out Italian horror stuff. And, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, zombie we've watched and stuff. So, yeah. Um.
0: So Damn. what was the first time you saw The Wailing? You've seen this movie before. Yes. Right?
3: Yes. This is my favorite movie of the year, 2016. I saw it spring of 2016. Um, there's these theaters in LA, the CGV cinemas in, in uh, Koreatown at, like, 6th and Western.
4: Uh-huh.
3: I've, I saw Train to Busan there. I've seen oh, a few cool. different films there. And and so I saw The Wailing there spring of 2016, and I just, like, loved it, like, was, was so blown away. And it was one of those things where, we're like, oh, this movie's great, and then, you know... The end of the year, whatever you sort. I not that I've ever even like written down a list of like favorite movies, but you sort of right. mentally do that. And mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, I remember the end of that year. I was like, I liked Arrival, and I liked uh, Manchester by the Sea. And so I was like, I don't think anything topped the experience for me of The Whaling. I I love that movie. So I, I just I was at work, and and my friend Luke Del Tretici, uh, was like, watch this trailer. This looks good. <laughs> and I hadn't heard anything about it. And then he showed me the trailer. I was like, yeah, that looks great. And then it came out like a few weeks later, and I saw it and. Then I went and watched all the director's other movies, which are mm. really horror, Ooh. but um, uh, yeah.
0: Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really excited you picked it. I've been wanting to see it for a while. I'll give I'll give us some stats about it. It has a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is, I, I looked because I was like, that must be the highest horror. Rotten Tomato rating that we've ever done. Yeah. And the only one higher is Host. The Zoom one has 100%. Ha. Huh. Um, And that's not aggregate, if that's the right term, because like Get Out and Us are number one and two in aggregate ratings, so they have lower percentages, but like a lot more ratings, so they're Uh like ranked higher. I was going
2: to say, not many people have maybe ranked. Yeah. Host. It was scary. I liked Host. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I, I liked it as well um uh the whaling also has a 81 on metacritic and a 7.4 on imdb have we ever had a movie that's gotten
2: in the eights on imdb is there a movie in the eights on imdb <laughs> nobody who writes things on imdb actually likes movies probably the godfather i'm sure
3: like avengers yeah Endgame godfather. Is like <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> i think they're they're rare for sure Um, and the budget for this film was 8 million U.S. dollars and it made 51.3 million dollars. And I have a little bit of trivia, not much, but something I was interested to hear is this is Ari Aster's favorite horror movie of all time. And there's a shot in this that before I knew that I was like, this shot is like exactly in hereditary. <gasps> and so I was like, Oh, that, that makes sense. I feel like I could see a little bit of Ari Aster's inspiration. Wait, the, the, cause hereditary is after it yeah. hereditary was 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just got tripped up. And then hmm. this one, I was just happy to read that Emily will not have context for it yet, but it's oh, okay. that no animals were harmed in the making of this movie because there are some parts there's where so, I was couple like,
3: "Moments, you are not sure." Yeah,
0: yeah, I was like, "There's no fucking way that this is fake," and it is. Thank God. Well, there's one. Okay, okay It says so. It says no higher <laughs> animals were harmed. So there is a no worm. There's a worm arm- that gets uh, it, a hook in, it, and that is real.
2: Would the Humane Society have a problem with that? A worm? I, d- I don't know. You know how you have to get like a Humane Society approval on a... Where does it st- You know, where does yeah, it start?
0: It is. I that is know. a moral that is a moral question. A higher animal. I'd never even considered that. I didn't know we that. ranked them that way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Interesting. <laughs> but that's all the trivia I had. I'm okay with a worm being harmed, personally. If you want to know my own moral code, I feel like that works for me. That's fine.
0: I'm happier that that is the real one and not some of the other ones because yeah, oh they look they look pretty... They look
2: pretty real. (laughs) And you did say uh, you were we were glad that Henley isn't here for this because there's some 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 kid stuff. Well, Henley has had a a sick
0: baby recently, and I feel like that's been very stressful for her. And there is a a sick child, a sick child. Okay,
2: uh, yeah, it's, you know, doesn't bother me (laughs) (laughs) for us. We're going to be (laughs) fine.
0: We're going to (laughs) be fine. Oh, boy. But okay, should we watch the trailer?
1: Sure. Yes, yes. I'm going to kill just going
4: i
2: Whoa, this looks really cool. this also looks gorgeous. It's so yeah, it beautiful. Yeah,
0: I was going to say the cinematography is Hong Kyung Pyo. It's the same cinematographer as um, Parasite. He works with Bong mm. Joon-ho a lot as well. I mean, it's it's beautiful. And this uh, this place is beautiful. I can't remember now the t- the name of the city in South Korea. I think it's, it's, here I somewhere. Think
3: it's like Gok Deong or something. And that's, I think, what the movie is called in Korea.
0: Yeah, oh. Yep. Yeah. It's struck me at multiple times throughout the movie. I was like, holy shit. It's like this. So this place is so beautiful. I want to go here. Yeah. Yeah. And then some really bad things happen there that <laughs> make you not want to be. Yeah. Not want
2: to be there. Ooh, ooh. Oh, I'm very excited. I still feel like I don't know what it, it could possibly be about to happen. That's kind of the magic of of the movie. Yes.
1: that's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash twoscary and use the code and password twoscary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash twoscary, code and password twoscary for $100 off your first six bottles.
0: And it's a long one, so should we get into it? Let's do it.
2: It's crazy how talking about a movie can sometimes take longer than if you were to watch it. Because you got to, like, you know, show not tell. It's
3: also one of these movies, it's like Mulholland Drive or something, where, like, okay, I'm trying to describe what you see in the moment and not try to offer the interpretation of what is actually going right. on right
0: yeah uh-huh. it's tricky it can be tricky but yeah i'm here for you and you take it away
3: okay so it begins we're in this village in korea and i think the first thing we see is the guy baiting the hook with the worms i think that's like the opening uh-huh. shot maybe right or at least Real worm. the opening okay. scene there yeah
0: a low a lower creature yes mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and I, this police officer is sort of like this chubby kind of he's he's got a wife and a daughter lives with his his mother-in-law as well and he like gets a call that he has to sort of show up to a crime scene and they're like oh you need to eat first and he's like oh, i can't i should go to the crime scene and they're like no no you, sh- you should eat and then it, like does sort of like a hard like a comedy cut basically mm-hmm. and he's like having a full meal like <laughs> uh, uh, eating a big meal before he goes and then when he finally shows up they're like where were you what took so long <laughs> so what you get and there's a lot of like slapstick and a lot of comedy
2: it's very
0: funny in the beginning yeah
3: first like hour or so of this movie it's, it's that same thing that I think you know Bang Ho Junho also gets a lot of deserved mm-hmm. praise for of like being able to kind of
2: blend these genres together
3: blend the genres yeah exactly yeah
2: yeah and it was, it's like so effective in horror because it that really like puts you at ease yes. so that then when upsetting things happen you're like ah well, i thought i was having a <laughs> yeah, good time yeah
3: so Oof. and here's where i forget a little bit like they go to this crime scene and there's like
0: so the main guy our protagonist name is Gu, and he yeah, he arrives and after we've seen him, you know, like eat his breakfast and stuff, it's like clear he arrives to this crime scene and is it's like a lot gnarlier than he anticipated. Like he seems like, oh, oh, my God, <laughs> like he's very taken yeah. aback mm-hmm. by it and looks a little like in over his head. And yeah, it's basically a family has been killed by one of the family members who basically I th- I feel like looks like a zombie. He's sitting outside. Yes. He's covered in a rash and boils. Ugh.
3: And He's covered in blood also. And and he's just sort of catatonic, almost just sort of staring off. And mm-hmm. there's like a relative of his who's like screaming. And he's like, why'd you do this? And all this. And like, there's just it's like kind of like chaos. And this guy just, yeah, clearly he's kind of getting in over his head. Uh, you know, they investigate that a bit and they sort of go, oh, maybe he like ate these weird mushrooms or something like that. Mm. And then. They're at the police station one night, and him and his like partner, and then they like they just get scared. There's like a flash of lightning, and there's someone standing outside, like this naked woman right outside the window. They get really scared of that, and they just like freak out and scream. They're not acting like cops who are like, "Oh, let's go do something about this." They're like hiding <laughs> and screaming and stuff. So,
0: John Gu's partner has, has like tells him at the at the station this. A uh, story that he's heard from a friend of a guy, a hunter who was like checking his traps in the woods and right. falls, trips and falls and hits his head. And when he wakes up, there is a man in a diaper eating the raw meat of whatever animal was yeah. caught in the trap the deer or whatever. Yeah. He caught, yeah. So they're they're this is that's like the story is like why they're kind of spooked in the police station. Oh, it, and that then he like turned to him and he has these like red demonic looking eyes and the hunter like swears by this story and he's like it's a friend of a friend like i swear this story's true and Gu is like no that's bullshit he ate mushrooms but they're a little creeped out it's like raining and stormy outside and so then yeah when they see this like naked woman they behave in not in the way that you would think that a, a police officer would they they like scream and like hide under their desks they're like oh my yeah, god yeah. there's this lady
3: and this guy in the story is like someone who with the red eyes or whatever is like someone they're sort of aware of. It's sort of like a hermit type guy who lives in the woods. Mm-hmm. who's a Japanese guy, mm-hmm. which one of my best friends growing up was Japanese. So I, I mean, I'm sorry, it was Korean, but would speak about that. There was, you know, a lot, I think there's a, a lot of bias or, or a lot, you know, yeah. it, I think it's in Korean culture, not uncommon for people to to be somewhat anti-Japanese. Yes.
0: Interesting. Some some tension between the countries. Yes.
3: Exactly. And so it feels a little like there's like xenophobic. It's like, oh, is that crazy Japanese guy who lives up yeah, in the exactly. mountains uh-huh. here is, is sort of what they're, they're sort of blaming the other in a mm-hmm. way here. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, then the naked woman shows up and then I can't remember exactly, but then they.
0: The, they can't. They never find the naked lady, but they do. a. You know, something is going on and, and they say like it started when the Japanese man arrived. Yes. Uh-huh. But they don't really know what to what to make of it. And uh, there's like one scene b- before the next crime scene where he takes his daughter. Um, His daughter's name is Hyojin. And they go to a store together and she buys a little hair hair clip thing. Right,
3: She catches him having sex with her mom. And so. It's like in a car, and so then it cuts, and he's like buying her a bunch of toys, yeah. and he's like, <laughs> yeah. like uh, he's like, what are you? Do you have any questions about anything? Like he's kinda, like feels bad that that she caught them having sex. So then they go to another crime scene, and then as they're driving away from that or, or nearby, the naked woman from earlier is like hanging from a tree, um, and and Ooh. there's and they sort of you know put together that she is the one who killed this these people at this crime scene, and then hung herself. I don't remember exactly then how they connect it to the stranger again but at this point they decide to go see the stranger so, right like
0: uh, one of Jangwoo's friends says that he like has lunch with him or something one day and he's like oh do you do you remember that woman that got or that japanese man right. raped a woman and he's like, yeah, I remember that, which is like, I'm sorry, this like is just common knowledge and nobody's we're not worrying about that. Right. <laughs> we don't, we're not going to do anything about yeah, it.
3: Yeah. But it seems to again be sort of like rumors yeah, about, oh, right. I heard he like, yeah, He's you know. a t-
0: monster. Yeah. yeah. And so he says, that's the woman, like the the woman that hung herself is the woman and killed the people is the woman that the Japanese man raped. Goodness. And it's also like. It seems like John Gu and his partner are not taken super seriously by the rest of the department. And so because like none of what happens, I feel like is normal police protocol. It seems like they're kind of off doing their own thing, being like, well, I guess we'll investigate the Japanese man. Because have yeah. they kind of closed the case, basing it on the magic mushrooms thing? They're like, it, it there was yeah,
3: mushrooms. Yeah. Like- and also in both cases, they know who the killer was. So they don't right. necessarily think that there's. A crime to be Some solved. Larger, at this point. Yeah. Although I think, yeah, both the times they have like the boils and stuff, but
0: yeah, so it's just him and his partner that like know something else is up. So they're kind of going
3: rogue. And so, and then the partner's uh, nephew is a deacon uh, studying to be a Catholic priest who speaks Japanese or who can speak Japanese. Mm. So they bring him along to translate um, and they go to see the Japanese guy. That let's see. The first time they go there, they sort of the dog is a atta- he has like a guard dog that's like attacking them or, or is like barking at them, and like its its chain is like getting loose from the thing. And the partner discovers a room full of like photos of the victim, like basically anyone involved in these crimes,
0: uh-uh. and not just like crime scene photos, like the photos of them. Normal, like daytime photos yes,
3: before they were like both before zombified and in after. Yeah. So
0: there's like photos of them alive and dead,
3: and there's little like objects in the room too. And the partner grabs one, and then they, you know, sort of harass the Japanese guy, then leave. And then on the drive home, the partner's like is this your daughter's shoe? And <gasps> and he's like, what? And then he goes home to talk to his daughter and he's like, is this your shoe? And she's, and she's giving him like a ton of attitude. And earlier we've seen her just be like so sweet and stuff. And then now she's like. Mm.
0: She like screams at, at him like, what's it to you? What's so fucking important? Like, and she's how old? Probably 10. I feel like she's like, yeah, this yeah. was the cutest, sweetest little girl. And yeah, now she's like screaming and cursing at him. And they're all like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh,
3: uh. Yeah. And so then at night, sort of goes into her bedroom with a flashlight and he kind of like looks and sees she's got like boils kind of on her <gasps> upper leg. But then she like wakes up and she's like, what are you doing? Like hiking up your daughter's skirt in the middle of the night. And so, you know, and she's like, whoa, and he's like getting freaked out. And so and the
0: rest of the family also like the the mother in law, the mother and the mother in law are both like something is up because she's like screaming, stop fucking looking at me. Stop fucking looking at me. And the grandma is oh, like, or, yeah, the grandma is like, we're we, we got to get. Like, I know a, a shaman. Yes. Wow, okay.
3: I think they go to a doctor first, and the doctor is not, not sure what's helpful. going on, right? And then they go to a shaman, or the shaman comes to the house, and he does sort of, like, an initial kind of, like, scan in a <laughs> way, or does, like, a little, like, chant or something, and, and he's sort of just expensive, I think they kind of reference, or he costs some money, and, uh, like, he sort of realizes, he, like, does this kind of cool whistling thing. There's a lot of stuff in this <laughs> where I kind of go, like, Similar to Mulholland Drive, I I have this thought where I'm like, there's stuff in this where I'm like, I bet I would understand more cultural context if I were Korean, but also Mm -hmm. I bet some of it is made up stuff that Uh in the same way that like if a Korean movie, if a Korean person watched like Mulholland Drive, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I doubt they would be like. Well, I guess if you were American, you'd get all of
4: that, you know. Yeah, you know like I think there is like, like This might yeah. actually be
3: the filmmaker kind of making some stuff up and getting this. Yeah. It's like it's. I think there is stuff that's deliberately kind of like vague or made up or or strange that's not like oh, you would just get this if I was. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, like he does this thing where he like whistles, and as he walks around, and then he like he's like looks at the pot, and he's like, "What's in that pot?" or something. They're like, "It's just soy sauce," and then he like breaks it open and there's like a dead crow inside and Ugh. so you got all this like kind of cool stuff with this shaman he's basically like this is like a, a big evil here there's, there's a lot of evil we need to uh, do this huge ritual and to, to free your daughter and it'll cost even more money and stuff
0: yeah mm. at some point they talk to the hunter that oh that saw the Japanese that they guy. had heard the story from yeah they're like let's interview him okay. and ask him some questions and yes oh yes yes they yes. make him take th- take them to the site that it happened and there's a bunch of dead animal corpses and he's like this is it this is where they um this is where he was eating the corpse and it starts like raining and. They like tell him that he has to come with them to the house and he won't. And they get in a little scuffle and he falls and and hurts himself again. The hunter guy who already fell down this hill once. And they're the cops are like, oh, fuck, sorry, sorry. And like trying to make it better. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And he's screaming at them. I hope you both get struck down by lightning. And at that moment, a lightning bolt hits him, hits the hunter (gasps) and they take him to the hospital. And his wife or something is at his bedside, and he's in full body bandages. Oh, because that would burn you. Yeah, isn't that crazy? There's a scene in yeah. I always
2: think about what that would you'd get electrocuted, but no, you'd all you would get burned. Yes, and there's a scene
0: in Sinister Two, which I watched recently, where so they're like <laughs> where they're all electrocuted, and all of their skin turns crispy, even though they're not
2: on it, fire. Yeah. And I had
0: never considered that as a thing, but yeah. But, yeah. I, yeah, I guess that's because even happens? when you get like
2: a little shock, if you like to, like from an outlet or something, it's hot. Right. Because it ooh. Yeah. Oh Yuck. no. I don't like that at all.
3: When I was a kid, I thought that if you like caught on fire, you melted.
0: <laughs> like burning <laughs> and it like right.
3: uh, occurred to me. I was like, oh, you'll melt, like Wicked you'll Witch milk. or something. Yeah. <laughs> like a little candle. Yeah, uh, you know, the other thing we've also forgotten that is 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 sort of crucial. This this will now make no sense to anybody. When they're they're just sort of like guarding the crime scene. And this woman who's like the woman in white, I Mm -hmm. think is kind of her thing, kind of comes up and is kind of like tossing rocks at uh, uh, our main guy and she it sort of speaks very kind of uh, uh, cryptically to him and, and he's he thinks she's just like bothering him and like sniffing around the crime scene, and then it leads to him seeing a vision of the Japanese man and, and then he like wakes up like it was a dream. And so anyway, yeah. this woman in white becomes an important character. But, yeah. Um, that was earlier on. And
0: so while they're at the hospital at the bedside of of the man who's been struck by lightning, there's like some screaming happening and in another part of the hospital they're like emergency like everybody get over here and they follow just to see what's going on and it is the guy that they had i'm pretty sure it's the guy that killed the family in the opening scene right the one that was kind of like a catatonic and he Mm -hmm. had been in the hospital there and he's now convulsing in this way full body convulsions like his looks like his back is breaking and he's like half dangling off the bed and there's like blood coming out of his <sighs> mouth and there's this moment they're just watching in horror everyone's just screaming doesn't know what the fuck to do and and <laughs> And there's a part where his clavicle breaks and, like, pops out. And it's so, I just, like, it got me, it made me feel so gross. And I just was like, we can't not include the clavicle part. Because it was, I've never seen just, and that's all that breaks. Like, the rest of his bones don't break, but just, like, he's convulsing so hard that he breaks his own clavicle. And it, oof, yuck. (laughs) Yeah, yuck.
3: Yeah, so, let's see. Like, at one point they leave the daughter alone with like, a neighbor to watch, and then they come back, and the daughter's, like, stabbed the neighbor. And I don't think she's dead. I think they're kind of, like, wheeling around and stuff. But, like, it's clearly, like, that it's, I think this is, like, okay, we need to do the shaman's expense. Yeah, effort, the daughter basically. is clearly
0: uh-huh. getting, going in and out of some sort of possession. She's, like, full- exorcist at times like screaming fuck you at her parents when this is absolutely not her normal yeah.
2: behavior and it, and are, have they linked has the cop uh, linked the boils to the other people is he like seeing that as yes. a through line to these other yes. crimes okay
3: yeah but there isn't a lot of like other chatter about that it's not like people okay. are like how do we solve the boil like it's again yeah. so all these cases sort of seem to be closed and the but there's this overall mystery of what's going on with these people. And
0: when they they were at the Japanese man's house, he like came back and saw them at his house and they kind of just left. They were so scared of what they saw there, all the drawings that they're just like, uh... Uh, see, you, see you later, <laughs> and just yeah. leave. And they they try to ask him, you know, like why did you come here? And he says, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe me.
3: Yeah, yeah. Mm. And this is this. They go back to the house and they sort of really threaten him.
0: They go back and he's like cleared out everything, all of the incriminating evidence, and
3: he kills his dog also this time.
0: Ah, uh, but not for real.
2: Not <laughs> yes, for it's real. All screen.
0: But yeah, the dog gets <laughs> off leash while they're there to try to get the evidence, and he's s- screaming like. Where would you put it? And he's like, I burned it all. I burned all the photographs. Like you're not going to find them. And the dog gets off leash and attacks Zhang Gu And Zhang Gu fucking kills him with a, a axe or something. What do you call that? Like pickaxe, a pitch yeah. pitch uh, the the ice pick almost looking thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, like a miner's like pickaxe mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um,
0: Oof. and the Japanese man does not seem phased by the dog dying. I I thought. Mm.
3: Yes, he's just kind of staring at the guy and doesn't really respond to. So he's like, get out of this town.
0: But then the next morning, a goat is strung up dead at jong house. So yes. we're Uh-oh. like, oh,
2: yeah, something is something is up. And now jong does believe that the Japanese man is responsible for what's happening to his daughter. At this yes. point,
3: he's pretty much like blaming okay. the Japanese guy for this. Yeah. Okay. And so then they hire the, the shaman to do the exorcism or the death hex or whatever they call it.
0: He says something fun like, I'm going to cast a deadly hex tomorrow. At the the hour of the dog is what he says.
3: <laughs> oh, yes, yes. It, like he looks at it, like he drops like rice on a table and sort of like says, this is what I need mm-hmm. to do. Like it's a very the guy playing the shaman is great. It's I mean, everyone's yeah. very good in this movie, but but it's, it's it's definitely kind of like a showy big.
0: Yeah. Deal. Hmm.
3: So they start doing this big, crazy like exorcism, essentially ritual. And it's cross cut with the Japanese guy who has found yet another like dead body in a truck. Um, Oh, there's been some other crime along the way. We've seen we found two okay. more bodies somewhere, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, it's Park Junbei. I think is, is- that's the name of the guy who like we got to find him. It's he killed his wife and somebody or whatever. So we Correct. we just know there's some other guy out there named Park Junbei. So we see the the Japanese man find him like dead in a truck, covered with boils and stuff. And so we ca- you start they start cross cutting between this like exorcism ritual. And the Japanese man doing some kind of ritual of his own, but as things are happening in the exorcism ritual, it seems to be harming the Japanese man. And yes, he's trying to sort of desperately do his own ritual, and it's and, it, and he's taken a photo of like the dead guy in the truck, and it involves the photo and all this stuff. And so, um, and then meanwhile, our Janggu is with his daughter, like just you know ten feet away from where like the shaman is doing the ritual. And she's convulsing like the guy in the hospital. Like her, she's sort of like bending her back weird and like it looks like she's maybe about to die.
0: And scream, screaming for it to stop. She's like, make it, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. It's horrible. The little girl is so good in this. It's really, Really, I was worried about her and how good she was. (laughs) She's like, how, (laughs) how does... Doing this performance affects you as a kid I guess maybe it doesn't because you're not really thinking About things in that way yet you're just like I'm just Doing a I have, like getting yell and yeah. Throw my body around but it like looks so Upsetting you're just ah uh, uh, God yeah, yeah. she's great
3: So then after This big sort of you know set Piece thing cutting between these two rituals The Janggu says He stops the ritual and he goes You know you're killing my daughter stop this And and he he not, he doesn't let them finish The ritual and the shaman's mm-hmm. kind of like you know bummed about that
0: <laughs> and they take they take hyojin to the hospital and we see that the japanese man is like collapsed in his ritual room and we see the woman in white looking at him
3: a little glimpse of her again Uh-oh. and so now Gu gets a bunch of his friends sort of not doing police work he's like we just gotta go like basically kill this guy it's not it doesn't quite say kill i think but it's like we gotta go take care of this guy Mm -hmm. and they show up to the strangers the japanese guys cabin and they are looking for him they can't find him and then that guy that we had just seen dead in the truck who the japanese man was doing a ritual with his photograph his like Reanimated corpse comes up and starts attacking them, and like Uh bites part of the cheek off of one of the like uh, of the priest, I think, or the deacon, and um, it like gets like a one of those like sharp metal rakes kind of put in his head, but it doesn't stop him, and he keeps attacking them.
0: But this scene has a little bit of a, like, Shaun of the Dead vibe. It's like a kind of a fun zombie scene. It's daylight. So we keep going Uh between these, like, is it demons? Is it zombies? Is it a buddy cop movie? Like, again, this, like, blending.
3: And everyone's, like, really, like, panicking and screaming. Like, they're all terrified of this guy. No one's, like, being brave about Mm -hmm.
2: it. Yes. I really don't like reminders that um, that human teeth can bite through flesh. (laughs) Yes. I really don't like when that comes up. It's like
0: literally I think of that climactic Shaun of the Dead scene where they're kind of all just it's like a six on beating one situation it, of corpse. them just like ah, yeah. freaking and so then, out and yeah they eventually. And then
3: they see the Japanese man at a distance and we've also been tracking him a little and he looks like scared now like he sort of has been it's a little different personality from him like just sort of dead eyed staring at them earlier and now he looks kind of scared they chase after him they kind of reach this cliff's edge We also see the woman in white kind of in the woods here um, briefly, and they can't find the guy anymore. They reach this cliff's edge. They sort of give up. And we see at the bottom of the cliff, the Japanese man is like hanging on and is like terrified and scared of these guys.
0: And he starts crying. It's like clear that he's in like a lot of pain and it's you feel really bad for him in, in this moment of just... Because now the woman in white
2: It's like you're like now what the fuck is going on And is he bad Yeah it's seeming like maybe he's not in control But is more a pawn in all of this Than than perhaps That was
0: yeah my feeling at the time And so I've, I'm feeling very bad for him in this moment
3: Yes and there is like this thing of like you're going Well we've been told you know Just like in movies in general It's sort of is like oh it's gonna be the It's the Japanese guy like you get the feeling of like Oh we're probably wrong and we're mm-hmm. gonna Like we went to the easiest solution, uh, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, the guy who's different from us and we're blaming that guy. And it's going to be something closer to home or something. You start to get that. In the
0: very first time in the first time they go to his house, when they ask him why he's here and he's like, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe me. That's when I personally viewing was like, oh, it's not it's not going to be him.
3: Right. You're like as you're watching, you're like, oh, maybe his those photos are he's trying to protect these people. He knows something crazy is going on and he and so at this point you're like, oh maybe our guys are like the angry mob. The and and they've Mm. and and the Japanese man is some sort of protector or something like that. And so then the Japanese man, I think you see him kind of turn and see the woman in white or something. Then it cuts to the guys, the sort of mob that had gathered to get some mob justice, and they're just driving back down the mountain back to the village. And then the Japanese man's body like falls on their car like they hit him and then they get out and they see he's like lying there and they instead of like helping him or anything they throw him off the other side of the cliff <laughs> like <laughs> uh, and then they like get in their car and drive away and then you see this big wide shot that the woman in white was standing on the cliff above
2: i don't know
3: so yes now you're going okay maybe that Japanese guy wasn't so bad maybe she's the bad guy is he
2: dead he's dead
3: it's a little unclear it we seems like he's okay. probably. He may not have been dead when they hit him, but it, it maybe he is. It's it's kind of hard to tell. OK, yes. But they certainly don't help him. They throw him off the cliff even further. So I think then they go home and his daughter is feeling better and she seems to be healed.
0: Yeah. The, the, she, he like goes to the hospital to see her and she seems fine. And they really sob in each other's arms. And this is the moment of Janggu thinking like it's over. Like he did it. He's the he he mm. saved his daughter. And it's just like this moment of them just holding each other, crying really wailing, a lot of wailing in this movie. (laughs) Ah, the wailing. And I think his wife says something like, thank God for that shaman and it like kind of pisses off (laughs) Chonku. He's like, I did something, but I also can't. Not that it pisses him off, but.
2: Uh, Well, I just kind of killed a man, so. (laughs) he's like, this was me, but I can't take credit.
3: (laughs) Then it cuts to the shaman, right, I think. And that's when it's, um, I, I don't know where he is exactly, but he encounters the woman in white. He just gets out of his car and his like nose starts like bleeding, like it drips a little and he like looks and he's like, huh? And then it starts like pouring blood and then, he start, <laughs> and then he sees the woman in white and I don't remember if she says anything, but he just starts like vomiting so much and blood pouring out of his nose and, and vomiting and he's just like, he like freaks and he runs and he like packs up his shit really quick and then you see him like on a highway. And it says, like, you know, just so soul, however and he and he takes the exit to start heading towards Seoul or, uh, uh And then suddenly it looks like a bunch of like locusts or something started battering his windshield. And he like screeches to a halt in the middle of the highway and he like gets out and there's nothing on his windshield. It's like a vision and he like the, the and, and the shaman is like, oh, no. And, and he gets back in his. Car, and then he starts calling jong
0: I think he called jong a bunch before, too, because he's now realizing, yes. like, oh, it's the woman in white. And jong was at the hospital or something or didn't see the calls, or maybe it was like, I don't want to talk to the shaman right now. And so, but then... Taking credit for my work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then jong does try to get a hold of the shaman while kind of all the crazy shit is happening to the shaman, and so he doesn't answer. And so Jonggu is actually at... He drives to the shaman's house and is uh, trying to find him. And then the shaman calls him and the shaman is like, get back home, get back to your family. It's I I misread the whatever. And it's not the Japanese man.
3: Yeah. And he's saying it's it's that's. Uh, does he say it's the woman in white, or is it that just sort of implied? He says by-
0: it's a woman. Yeah, he says. He said I saw. Oh, a did woman. you see
3: her? A young woman in a white dress. Yeah, yeah, that's correct.
0: Gu puts together because he has seen her as well at the crime scene, and she seemed to know what happened, how exactly those people died, and so he's like, "Oh fuck," and starts heading back home in a panic.
3: Yeah, somewhere in this, we cut and we see like his partner whose nephew is the deacon has now also killed his like wife and has the boils and this sort of catatonic and mm-hmm. they're talking oh, to no. the deacon. And I think with this point we also showed there's like a news story and they're like, there was a tainted mushroom tonic or something <laughs> like that. And so there's like something it's like and so and they, even when they're like talking to the deacon, they're like, You should get a lawyer. Cause it's not even his fault, really. It's this tonic like that has been poisoning people. Right.
2: Oh boy. Oh, yeah. He's a victim too. I don't know that a lawyer will really help I mean you still killed people.
3: <laughs> And so this is our, uh, the climax, I guess, is he gets, I forget what how what's the daughter's like state at this point? Is she like kind of freaking out? Oh, she, she's missing.
2: Oh no. There's
0: a few things happening at once. So one thing that's happening is the priest heads out with like a weapon and a Bible, maybe. What is he? Where He's yeah, like yeah. going. he
3: got like the rosary beads or whatever too, or something. And yeah. he's
0: going to the Japanese man's house because he wants to like figure out what happened because his uncle just uh it, killed his yeah. family and so yeah. he's doing that Zhang Gu, yeah i think goes back to his house the daughter is missing we've seen again that she's not yeah not herself i think we saw yeah. her eating lots of fish
3: right this that so i think she comes back he's out looking for her and then she comes back okay that's what i'm trying to remember i think he he's out looking for her he sees the woman in white he's like i'm looking for a daughter she's like she just got home and then it cuts back to the house, and she's like kind of standing in the threshold of it to enter this house, looking fucked up. And the mom and the grandma are like, Oh, thank God you're back. And then it like kind of cuts, and she's like sitting on the floor of the kitchen, having eaten like a she's just like eating everything it's in the like fridge. like fish and stuff. heads
0: and fish. It's just like a pile of fish. Like yeah. not a nor mm. this is not how people normally eat. And so,
3: <laughs> this is a regular <laughs> snack. We're cutting then like into like the the deacon is like he's found this like hidden like cave basically behind the ma- the cabin or whatever. And he starts going into the cave and he sees the old man, the Japanese man, is in there kind of wrapped in a blanket by a fire, like really fucked up and like seemingly trying to like tend to his wounds or something. Mm-hmm. And so he's now encountered the Japanese man. Uh Jong Gu is now with the woman in white and the daughter is kind of we just sort of seen she's at home and she's not And
0: normal. there's like a shot of the daughter As she is shoveling fish bones into her mouth, eyeing a knife.
3: Yes. And we see this knife. That's, I think, the last shot we see of of the house. Mm -hmm. So then Uh. it goes. This is such a good scene. It goes to Jongu with the woman in white and she says. I'm the good guy, essentially. The Japanese man is the bad guy. He's working with the shaman. And you have to trust me. You have to have faith in me. And there's there's been all this stuff throughout. Like they, they do talk to like the head priest at one point earlier in the movie. There's always this stuff about. Faith and who are you believing in, and all this. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, "You have to believe me. I'm trying to help you." He's the the shaman's, or the shaman is is helping the Japanese man who's basically a demon. And she says, "What you need to do to to save her is wait till you hear the rooster crow three times, and if you do that and go home, everything will be okay. But if you don't do that, your daughter's going to kill everybody." And He's, like, really freaking out, he's not sure if he should trust her or not. Meanwhile, we're cutting to the cave where the deacon goes in, and he's trying to talk to the Japanese man. He's trying to find, like, there's always been this thing, of like, are you real or are you a ghost? Even there's, like, a quote from the Bible at the beginning of, like, ghosts, I'm a real man. Touch me. Ghosts don't have flesh or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's trying to figure out if the guy's real or not. Yeah, or he says, like, show me, show
0: me your true form.
3: Yes, show me your true form. Yeah. And...
0: The Japanese man is like you've made up your mind about me. It doesn't matter what I say. Like you've made up your mind, and the priest guy is like, no, I haven't. I'm trying to be like a. If you show me, but it is
3: good. He's like he saw me before. He's like, well, I'm the devil, and you're like, why? That cuts back to the other. John Gu, when he comes back, and then he's like, yeah, he's like. That's what you think, isn't it? Like, it's sort of still being tricky and yeah, stuff. You're, and like,
0: you're truly like, what the fuck is going on? And Jonggu is also like, what the fuck is going on? Don't know who to believe.
3: Is this about, like, bias or, or like, prejudice? Or is this, uh, is this whatever? And then, so, at this point, somewhere in all this cross-cutting, then the old man in the cave picks up a, picks up a camera. And we always know, like, taking photos has been part of, like, the rituals and stuff. And he picks up a camera, and his hands are, like, now, like, demon hands and then it like reveals he's like a fully just like a demon he's like a oh, crazy oh, he demon. Says a demon he's a demon and he's got like red eyes and he like looks like a creepy crazy demon and it cuts back to the woman and the crew the rooster is crowed like two times or something and then Gu sees she has earlier when he was buying his daughter all those gifts he bought her this like pink hair clip uh, barrette. Mm-hmm. yeah this hair clip and uh and he sees she has the hair clip. She's wearing items of clothing from some of the other people who have been, like, have the boils on them, have, have been killers and stuff. And now he thinks, no, you're tricking me. And so then he runs back to the house. Oh, no. Before the rooster crows a third time. He goes under this sort of little uh, sprig of something that, it's like, like whatever
0: wilts. protective herbs yeah. that she has placed, the, like, trap and yet yeah, wilts. And so the protection is gone.
3: And then he gets inside... We're cross-cutting back. The demon's now taking a photo of the deacon.
2: (laughs) I like that the demon has to take little photos. Yeah.
3: (laughs) He gets inside. His wife and mother-in-law are like dead stabbed. The girl's sitting there with a knife. And then we don't even see really what happens next, I believe. And then I think we next cut to the shaman showing up. Yep. And he walks inside and he sees Janggu is like basically Near the girls sitting out front, exactly like the guy at the beginning, just kind of catatonic, covered in blood. The he goes inside. jangu is is uh, on death's door, kind of stabbed and fucked up,
0: bleeding out. Yeah,
3: bleeding out. He goes back to his. He takes a photo of him. Right. Yep. He goes back to his car. He accidentally drops something. It has all the photos that the sh- the the Japanese man had earlier. He picks him up, puts him back in his car, puts the camera in the car, and then drives off. And then it sort of just ends with John Gu, like remembering a happier time with his daughter and it's like of the flashes of
0: a memory of him and yeah. his daughter on a roller coaster laughing and him mumbling to himself don't worry daddy's gonna take care of everything daddy's gonna take care of everything yeah and then he dies and that's the end of the movie
3: <laughs> yeah there's also a big thing i will say in the woman in white scene where he goes why is this happening and earlier he's asked why this is happening and he's explained like the shaman says like When you go fishing, do you know what you're going to catch? And he's like, no. And he's like, that's just what the demon does. He just like hooks some bait and he doesn't know he's going to catch. And so that's there's no reason why it's happening to your daughter. It's just your daughter took the bait, whatever it was. And then in this scene with a woman in white, he's like, why is this happening? He's like, because you suspected someone. Who was you were wrong to suspect or something like that. And he goes, that doesn't make sense. She was sick before any of that. And so there's a little bit of like a weirdness with that. Um, anyway, so so that's part of part of playing into everything here. It's
0: yeah, it gets it Whoa. gets crazy. I mean, for it's almost three hours. It's like two hours and forty minutes or something like yeah. that. And there's really no dead space in it. Like it's pretty packed full of just something is always happening and you're just trying to like keep track of all these little pieces. And yeah, by the end, I was just like, what the fuck is going
3: on? Yeah. Wow. Now I do think I could explain what is happening or, or roughly, but okay, I'm sure I'm missing stuff. And, and, and also <laughs> I'm expl- for someone just listening to this podcast, they're like, oh, you've mangled describing it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't forget the woman in white came in earlier. <laughs> like, uh, I'm tried sure to screw it up. And they're like, oh, now your interpretation of your bad explanation. But I do think it is the Japanese guy is the bad guy, is the devil. Mm-hmm. I think the shaman is a human who is sort of like made a deal with the devil. Yeah. Who is bad, but isn't like supernatural.
0: Yes. And the shaman mm-hmm.
3: is. Like when he knows that Crow is in the pot, like he because he's in cahoots with the guy and he knows like he put him there when they're doing that ritual that's cross cutting between the two things. It's just a trick. Like he's not actually hurting the old man. He's trying to get rid of the woman in white is the good guy and he's trying to get rid of her protections or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the old man is doing some weird like soul body transference thing
0: into the other guy that the zombie that they to the guy up-
3: dead in the truck. And so that's. The evil spirit of the is in the zombie guy. Then he and then, can
2: take whatever form he wants. Yeah,
3: and so then that's why he, the Japanese man, looks so scared for that sequence because it's now this other guy is <sighs> in his body and he's like, I don't know what's going on. And then she, so it's a little bit of like a Schrödinger's cat thing where she's like, if it crows three times and it isn't like he walks in before the third crow, and then the and then the killings happen. Like he shows up and they have already happened, but. I, you know i think it's just that he betrayed right. that he that he mm-hmm. you know you just gotta
2: trusted the wrong person yes
3: and so even when because we also see the shaman in scenes alone by himself get scared by the locusts and stuff but i think that is
2: the woman in white fucking with
0: him
3: she definitely makes him vomit and stuff i think when he's leaving town it's maybe the evil spirit going uh-uh, you
2: we got a deal you got
3: to work with me and come uh, back right, yeah
2: you yeah, don't get yeah. to just come get yeah, out of this and
3: so he has to come back because of that or something yeah
0: yeah yeah that makes sense
3: and and in terms of like when he's like but she got sick before before i did this thing that i'm being punished for i think it's like she did get sick from the earlier explanation she just took the bait it was random Mm -hmm. but this like punishment now is because of like the hitting the guy with the car or something it's like they mm. they actually hit an innocent man with their car because it was an innocent man's soul in this other body. And mm. then they throw him over, like he sort of betrays his values or whatever. And and he doesn't know, he doesn't know any better. And so he killed a, an innocent person because that, in that scene does end with her like watching it or something. And so that's roughly, I think, what is happening. Yeah. But it's also like, I would be interested if you watched it just going like, what if I told, I mean, obviously we see a guy turn into a demon at some point. There's something supernatural. <laughs> but if mm-hmm. you did watch going like, would the tonic actually? Expl- if you did just watch it with the like, it's all just tainted mushroom tonic,
0: right? Would you see yeah. characters
3: like drink it and stuff throughout? I'm not sure, but yeah, maybe. Oh
0: yeah, maybe. There's like enough attention to detail that I wouldn't be surprised.
3: Yeah. It's so like the the production design t- is so great. too. like, there's so much like clutter in every every yep. single person's like yard and house and stuff. Just has little like little like I don't know, just like like little piles of junk and and all over. It's it's really really great.
0: One other little trivia that I Mm. thought was interesting is that the woman in white um, collects... Items from the people from the upper half of the body, and the demon collects things from the oh. lower half. So she has the hair clips and like a badge, the, the shoe.
3: I never picked up on that. That's I really liked cool. That.
2: Yeah, because it's you know the all old... that's
3: great. Yeah,
2: Sad. it sort of leans into the higher creatures, lower creatures. <laughs> yeah. you know, dogs right. versus worms. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> but that's is funny because it's like the thing where you early you have that moment. Where you're like, oh, maybe he's doing good. Maybe the Japanese man is, is a good person and he's right. doing hexes mm-hmm. to save people and, and someone else is the bad person then it turns out like well that is a good instinct it's just the woman in white who's doing it but at this point you've been taught like no 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 if someone has someone's objects it means they're bad and so it's like uh-huh. it's such a funny like it really does keep twisting where you're who you're believing or not
0: yeah and it is Ugh. i i feel like a complaint about the movie is that it does end with the like, no, the xenophobia was good.
3: <laughs> yes. Oh, that is the craziest thing about it. To me. <laughs> Almost like. The most impressed by is like, there's no way you could you would do that with like an American movie. I mean, right. In general, and because people would be like, wait, what? <laughs>
0: like, yeah. And especially with the like history between those two countries, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But I think it is like oddly like. People are so used to, like, well, a movie wouldn't do this. Right. <laughs> so it's uh-huh. like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, it gets
2: away with it in a way.
3: Yeah, like, yeah,
2: maybe just because it, yeah, that it does feel so obvious. I felt my brain when you guys were explaining, it, being like, "Oh, I, that was very cl- the devil chose the Japanese man because they would be racist against him, mm-hmm. and so they're making him." The yeah, vi- yeah, like, yeah.
3: You know, I think there is an explanation. Yeah, like and that.
0: the I, the yeah. director was very much like, I mean, obviously he wouldn't be like, "Yeah, I did it because I wanted to be racist." Like he very much was like, "No, no, no, that like was not my intention." Oops! 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 <laughs> yeah.
3: Another movie I thought about doing here but i didn't do but is worth watching especially if you're like this is have you heard of this movie the medium that came out no like last year so it started as it's 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 like i think co-written and produced by na hong jen mm-hmm. i think it started as an idea he had of like what if i just followed the shaman somewhere else mm-hmm. and then he like Ooh. started doing and then he was like no nah, no no i'm gonna do a different type of shaman story um so it's 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 there, there is a shaman, but it's not a, a shaman in cahoots with the devil or whatever. Okay. Yeah, and it's actually a Thai film. It's not even a, it's not a Korean film. But uh-huh. and it's the guy who, it's a Thai director who had made this movie Shudder, that I think got remade in America. That's that part of like the familiar. early two thousands, kind of like, mm. uh, uh, yeah, sort of Asian horror wave there. Um, yeah, but anyway, the medium's pretty good. Ooh, I okay. actually say it's more of like a true horror. Like I love the wailing, and it's, but it's it is. I know I keep saying Mulholland Drive, but it's similar. It is Mulholland Drive esque, and like it's not really pure horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's it, like certainly there is some gross out stuff with like the blood and the cheek getting bitten and the clavicle and stuff. And there are some really like creepy sequences, but there is not really like stuff that's like huh, like that. Uh huh. Yeah, too... there is al-
0: almost no jump scares at all.
3: Yeah, Ooh. but the medium has plenty. So Ooh. anyway, I will check out the medium. Sometime.
2: <laughs> okay, I am going to add great. it to my list. I sort of love. A horror movie that ends s- sad and bad, Me where it's too. like, oh yeah, no, we didn't, we didn't succeed, and things got really bad. And I also like that they're not uh, that there isn't necessarily really a reason why it happened to them because it's just like, yeah. well, no, there's evil in the world. You fell into it. Sorry, sort of like because right. like that is that's the life. scariest thing about life yeah. is like some yeah. terrible shit could just happen, and there's no, there's not always going to be an answer.
3: I love Sinister, mm-hmm. but. Uh, what I will say is, I mean, I remember I saw in the theater with Paul Rust, who who does the movie fest with me, the horror fest with me. And mm-hmm. like we just kind of laughed at that where like Vincent Offrey was on Skype and he's like, the demon's name is Bagul. Like they just like it, it <laughs> yeah. makes it so like, oh, it's all within the realm of human understanding in this, uh-huh. in this movie. It's like
2: it follows rules. We understand. Here's
3: what his MO is. And here's his name even. And here's what he does. And here's and here's maybe how to defeat him. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah. I, there's just something I, I think I, I, in general, the, the horror that maybe kind of elevates itself a little, as much as I love all, I love the schlocky stuff. I love the, Mm -hmm. I love all the different types in different ways. So it's not to say anything is like bad, but like the stuff that elevates a little more is maybe the stuff where it is a little bit like, you know, it's actually kind of creepy. is like, you may not just be able to ever understand this. And it may. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And
2: there isn't an easy solution. Even
3: like my like interpretation of it is sort of, I'm sure there's little things in it that are kind of contradicting that or, or that are, and even my interpretation is like, I'm seeing scenes the characters didn't see. So at least I'm getting like the characters uh-huh. never <laughs> getting this understanding. and stuff. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah, it is. It is a lot of like, their their best explanation is like, uh, ah, it just it's like fishing. It's a hook. And obviously it starts with a fish hook, but like it's, you know, you you don't really know why any of it's ever happening.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. I do think that's best. Yeah, we've talked before about the 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 first half of a horror movie is often better than the second half because building that mystery is like what we're all like, ooh, ooh, what's it gonna be? And then yeah, when you ended up with with like a clear explanation it's usually unsatisfying and it is yeah, much I mean, creepier to just be like, that, like
3: could happen to you sinister two just has a character who like it it almost becomes like a chess match between like, like right we know what this demon does and maybe we're gonna try to counteract it in these ways as opposed to like it seeming mysterious and vague and sinister one you know mm-hmm. for a long time
2: yeah also like there's no way if if demons if demons are real, I don't know, um that they would abide by like human logic and rules. And You could be like, "Ah, I got I got you, demon." Like, "No, it's a demon." It makes you makes me not, laugh in, can't possibly. In Hellraiser when she I
0: just rewatched a scene where she's like, "I'll trade you him for me." Okay. And they're like, "Okay." And it's like, they don't have to do that. Like, they would just you be do, like, whatever do whatever the fuck we want.
3: Yeah, that, I mean, that that's funny. so many like sort of haunting kind of movies. You have to like go back. And you're like, why? Didn't they just kill him right away? Like, what, what was <laughs> yeah, like that yeah. sort of like? Why did they have yeah, to my, get my ramped up? My best explanation
2: for all that is always just like, well, I guess the demon's just trying to have some fun. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it would get boring to just be able to kill anybody you would ever want easily. Like, why not? Yeah. give yourself a challenge. I mean, like
3: sometimes some people come up with like a oh, way it makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, typically I don't feel like that's what I'm seeing. Yeah.
0: Um, but the even though this is not uh that we're saying that this isn't a straight horror i do feel confident emily and and our henley would never want to watch
2: this movie i never want to watch it okay yeah. cuz i was just like oh no jump scares I, maybe no maybe especially not especially
0: henley i mean the stuff with the kid is like really uh, it's just like the kind uh, there are scenes in it where it's just like everyone is in so much distress and pain Ooh, and that's like yeah. i feel like what i know you guys don't
2: like <laughs> sure <laughs> Just like a, a feeling of of doom, just seeing people yeah, like, like that. so
0: scared and not knowing what to do and out of their element and and afraid for their family members. There's a lot of that. Sure, a lot of despair. Yep. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I loved it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I <eat> that <laughs> yeah, shit you, up. you tend to love that
0: stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite kind.
3: I hadn't watched it in a while, and when I when I rewatched it, I was i forgot a lot of stuff, but I was just like, oh, yeah, I remember just how I was like, God, this is so fucking good. Like The first time I saw like movies where they're done and I like, immediately want to go like Google interviews with the director and read every yeah. like, interpretation and stuff. I'm like, you know, if I don't care. I don't do that. And I would just right, was, like, Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to go see the guy's other movies. And yeah, mm-hmm. the, the second the medium came out last year, I was like. A guy associated with the Whaling? The whaling director is somewhat associated with this. Like I gotta watch this. Like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna check that out. I'm excited. That to makes know sense. So
2: yeah, that 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 Ari Aster loves it so much because he's. I mean, just like absolute tragedy and a feeling of doom in every second. Is mm-hmm. like that's his movies. So yeah. that. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and he's
3: like, a, like, there's another guy making two and a half hour horror movies. <laughs> so yeah, gonna... yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, and the shot that I mentioned that like looked like the mm. Ari Aster shot. It's there's just a shot of the Japanese man like watching that really reminded me. I don't know. It's like probably a shot in lots of movies, but for some reason it just completely reminded me of. There's a scene where I think the um, grandmother is watching the daughter on the playground or something and it's just this ominous of like him just staring but the framing of it or something something Uh really just reminded me of that particular Mm -hmm. shot but yeah and I also just gotta say I love a movie I realized that I love a very long foreign film because having to focus on subtitles is like one of the best cures for my anxiety like (laughs) it's like one of the few things that can focus me and not have me like being watching TV and being on my phone at the same time, which yeah, you know. have to really pay attention. Yeah, yeah I, I just love it. I always feel amazing after these films.
3: I know I love it. I I watch a lot of, of foreign movies and and I also eat dinner a lot and watch movies a lot and and it's that's always the mm-hmm. I have to pick one or the other with the mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like looking down at <laughs> or like really
2: I'm, time your bites. Yeah, uh, exactly. In my mouth, I
3: look up. I'm like, wait, what? Who said what now? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Neil, thank you so much for coming on. This has been great. I'm so happy to have seen this movie and I just had a, I had a great time
2: talking about it.
3: Yeah, me too. I I love this movie. I hope people check it out. And and
2: Shudder.com folks, Shudder.com. Shudder.com. We love it. (laughs) We love it. How far in advance do you start planning your upcoming years? horror? like, do you have thoughts already about what I do? Wow.
3: I, well, basically if I ever hear about a movie, that it might be good. I just write myself an email and just write Horror Fest and then write the name of the movie in it. Mm. And then it. come like mid-September, I search my email for the word Horror Fest. And then so usually have a little starter list. But then I'll I'll start because what, what, what we don't do is watch stuff that we think people have seen already. Like, OK, so if, oh. movie, if like we that's probably why we had never watched like Hereditary, because everyone we knew yeah, in our friend group had seen it. That makes sense. And sure. so I wind up going to a lot of like these lists of like. Best indie horror or, or mm-hmm. like or not always indie, but just like straight to streaming kind of that maybe wasn't on Netflix that was on like not all my friends. Most of my friends don't have Shutter, or stuff uh-huh. that was just like for rent or something, mm-hmm. you know, things you'd
2: have to like seek out if yeah, you wanted so, to watch so, them. Yeah, because
3: even like Netflix stuff, I there's sometimes been a few things that kind of look good, but we don't do because we're just like people might just watch this. Right. Maybe less so wow. now, but I feel like a few years ago. And so yeah it's it's make a list throughout the year and then we always change it and i and I email back and forth with paul and and we always kind of at the last minute swap something in around that's but- so
0: fun i I need to incorporate a Halloween, an October routine, like, ritual thing like that. You know those people that do the 31 days of Halloween, which is, like, to me, uh-huh. sounds incredibly stressful.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I want to do a movie every... I'd rather do, like, a day of a bunch of yeah. movies than one every day for a month. Yes, I think yeah. I, I prefer this.
3: It's it's pretty fun. I mean, even then, you always get to, like, the fifth movie, and you're like,
4: okay, here we go. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> here you go.
3: <laughs> oh, you know there, another one we watched this past year that was really fun and entertaining for the for the group was this movie meander This like french i think it's mostly sort of any there's not a lot of dialogue actually at all but it's it's Mm. that might be another one to check out sometime meander's man
2: yeah i'm gonna write these down so many movies so So many many. it's really wild and there's a ton of horror movies coming out this year that i know sammy's very excited about they just keep on coming men's coming out next week i'm
0: very excited.
3: excited for that
0: got my tickets already
3: that's Woo-hoo-hoo. great. When I was in college, and I was in the, I, I actually wasn't in the theater department, but I did auditions. You had to do a dramatic monologue. I had just read Alex Garland's book, The Beach, that got turned into the movie later, mm. and did like try for my dramatic monologue. Did something. <laughs> i sure, I like I'm, I'm, I'm cringing talking about this, but like <laughs> took something from the beach. Like you know, I'm sure I heard was that something. I should
0: revisit the. I don't remember it at all. And someone was I like, "It's actually remember." It. Someone was like defending it because it got like a lot of shit right i feel like it got
3: oh yeah the movie i actually like didn't even see the movie in theaters i saw it, like years later and it's got like that video game sequence it's, it's a little like oh
0: yeah yeah yeah, trying, yeah. Uh, i'm gonna
3: watch to it put a lot of style i'm in gonna and add stuff it to my
0: list and revisit it in a it. danny
3: boyle-ish way but why the, uh, yeah, why yeah.
0: the
2: hell not
3: i <laughs> love 20 days later and train yeah
2: uh neil thank you so thank you. much i appreciate um, it where where can people find you do you have anything you want to p- plug that you're working on or?
3: um i don't really have anything to play <laughs> no uh, <laughs> and, I, and i'm not online I, I, i'm not i i have an instagram that i don't haven't uploaded a photograph and about Two years, Ooh. so uh, okay,
2: great. <laughs> I'm, uh, so, pretty... want to check back at the old stuff? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's
3: Nealer Dude, is my name. Uh, on that, but uh, uh, no, I'm I'm bet I don't know my friends, the sloppy boys, have a funny podcast. I don't know, great, they, they, you great them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, hell
2: yeah, check Love out that. some funny friends, We've got lots of funny friends, yeah, yeah, with a lot of freaking podcasts, okay. so yeah, yeah. Um, well, thank you for, are there, I mean, I guess. There's no voices. There's no We're usually voices, in with the voice. Just
0: a lot of wailing. So maybe we can, I don't know. Do we want to wail? No. Let's just do a regular <laughs> goodbye. We can just say goodbye. We can just say goodbye. So from all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch, goodbye.
2: Goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> that feels really,
0: yeah. Well, goodbye. <laughs> there it is. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really want to make our day, you can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can also follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want even more content, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. We will be back next week with a regular episode. We love you a lot. Bye.